Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of the English Bookshop Kuwait's podcast. Uh, before we start speaking about today's uh, topic, um, I personally just wanted to appreciate and, you know, just say thank you to um, every one of you who uh, who part, uh, who basically listened to our first episode and you know showed showed their interest uh and you know getting this uh much viewers in uh in a span of just a few hours is honestly mind blowing um so today we'll be uh, speaking about how to use parkinson's law to get more done in less time. Well, work expands to fill the period of time available for its completion. If you're into productivity, uh, you'll know this proverb as Parkinson's law. This interesting statement was made uh, by a famous uh, by a famous uh, British historian and uh, and an author uh, in 1955, uh, first appearing as the opening line in an article for the Economist, and later becoming the focus of one of uh, Parkinson's books, Parkinson's Law, the Pursuit, the Pursuit of Progress. Parkinson was qualified to make such a statement, having worked in the British civil service and seeing firsthand how bureaucracy ticks. Bureaucracy itself is, is a byproduct of our culture, thanks to the limiting belief that Working harder is somehow better than working smarter and faster. Parkinson's law, the amount of work expands to fill the time available for its completion, means that if you give yourself a week to complete a two-hour task, then, obviously psychologically speaking, the task will increase in complexity and become more daunting so as to fill uh, that week. It may not even fill the extra time with more work, but just stress and tension about having to get it done. By assigning the right amount of time to a task, we gain back more time and the task will reduce in complexity to its natural state. I once read a response to Parkinson's law insinuating that if it were an accurate observation, one would be able to assign a time limit of one minute to a task and the task would become simple enough to complete within that minute. However, Parkinson's law is simply an observation, not some voodoo magic. It works because people give tasks longer than they really need, sometimes because they want some legroom or buffer, but usually because they have an inflated idea of how long the task takes to complete. People don't become fully aware of how quickly some tasks can be completed until they test this principle. Most employees who defy the unwritten rule of work harder, not smarter, know that, despite the greater return on investment for the company, it's not always appreciated. That's related to the idea that the longer something takes to complete, the better quality it must inherently be. Thankfully, the increasing trend of telecommuted employment is changing this for those lucky early adopters, but only because employers have no idea what you're doing with all that spare time. Let's look at a few ways you can apply Parkinson's rule uh, Parkinson's rule to your life. Get your to-do list check off quicker and spend less of the workday filling in time just to look busy. 
This is relevant whether you work in an office or at home, since work hard and not smarter is a cultural idea that many individuals fall, fall prey to even when, they, even when nobody's supervising their work. As you get started with Parkinson's Law, make a list of your tasks and divide them up by the amount of time it takes to complete them. Then give yourself half that time to complete each task. You have to see making, ta- making the time limit as crucial. Treated like any other deadline. Part of reversing what we've been indoctrinated with, work hard not smarter, is to see the deadlines you set for yourself as unbreakable, just like the deadlines your boss or client set. Use that human instinctual longing for competition that fuels such industries as sports and gaming to make this work for you. You have to win against the clock. Strive to beat it as if it were your opponent without taking shortcuts and producing low-quality output. This is, this is particularly helpful if you're having trouble taking your own deadline seriously. Getting better at judging time is also another, uh, also, is also another part of this. At first, this will be partially an exercise in determining how accurate your, ta- your, time, projection, your time projections for tasks are. Some, be, some may be spot-on to begin with, and some may be inflated if you're not used to using Parkinson's law. Those that are spawn may be the ones that you're unable to beat the clock with when you when you have the time allotment. So experiment with longer times. Don't jump straight back to the original time allotment because there may be an optimum period in between. If you work at a computer, a, digi- a digital timer is going to be very useful when you start doing this. It will also save you a bit of time because a timer allows you to see at a glance how much longer you have. Using your clock involves some addition and subtraction. When implementing Parkinson's law, look for those little time fillers like email and feed reading that you might usually think take 10 or 20 or even go for a bit 30 minutes. These are the cockroaches of the productivity world. Little pests that do nothing but make your life a pain in the backside. Pains that you can't seem to get rid of no matter how much you run around the house with a shoe or a bug spray. Instead of doing the leisurely 20 to 30 minute morning email check, give yourself 5 minutes. If you're up for a challenge, go one better and give yourself 2 minutes. Don't give these tasks any more attention until you've completed everything on your to-do list that day. At which point, you can indulge in some email reading, social networking, and feed reading to your heart's content. You should also learn to prioritize. These are tasks when, where 10% of what you do is important, and 90% is absolutely useful when it comes to Parkinson's law. This forces you to tend to the, this forces you to tend to the important tasks, feeds you need to read in order to improve in your work. For instance, if you're a web designer who uh, needs to read up on new practices and emails that are actually high priority. Experiment with how far you can take this. Make your criteria for what makes an email important very strict and the penalty is harsh. That means using the delete button. By the way, I'm not advocating violence against your colleagues, so keep that in mind. Uh, so the bottom line is, you can experiment with with Parkinson's law and 
squashing your deadlines down to the bare minimum in many areas of your life. Just be conscious of the line between bare minimum and not enough time. What you're aiming for is a job well done in less time, not a disaster that's going to lose your employment or clients. By using Parkinson's law, by using Parkinson's law correctly, you can actually get more done in less time and learn how much time each of your tasks really requires. So uh, that is the end of today's uh, episode. Obviously, uh, Parkinson's law is um, uh, for some people a very uh, it's kind of a uh, kind of a difficult topic to really discuss. Um, but you know, I, I I I try my best in explaining it in the best way possible, and um, I hope you enjoyed today's uh, show. And if you did, make sure to share it with your friends so a lot more people can enjoy and uh, make use of the content that we we are providing. And um, I hope to see you in the next episode. Until then, bye.